Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there? It's been a week since we last had a conversation. Hope everybody is doing well, and um, your weekend was great. And last week was pretty good, too, for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Man, we got another hot one planned for you today. Uh, we're going to finish up on our um, child support. Yeah, we're going to finish up on that a little bit, and we also are going to talk about a couple of hot topics that's going on right now, and uh, yeah, we, we really, we're going to do our thing, man. We're going to do our thing today, so I hope you're all ready for this fun, and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be fun, because we have some um, very, very interesting um View points of views on some things that I'm sure some of you find interesting. Others probably won't, but it's okay. It's okay. That's why we call it Let's Talk, right? Uh, <laughs> we have um, some a quote of the day for you coming from Miss Eve Insler, and we got a Black History person as well. That should be very interesting to some of you, because you know that's what we do here on the show. And of course, you know I got my sidekick right here riding with me. On the train, so and she's gonna bring some very interesting points of view into uh, the conversation as well. Yeah, that's why she's here. Ha ha, because she's good like that as well. <laughs> when you got two good people in one spot, man, it's a terrible thing sometimes. Ah, for those that just don't want to admit it, you know. Yeah, we know it. We know it. But anyway, anyway, we, that's what we got on store for you today. And uh, we do look forward to hearing uh, what you have to add to the conversation, especially on a couple of these topics where I know, I just know uh, 
I just know y'all have some very interesting things, comments to add. So, with that being said, let's move on with the show. Now, before we do go any further, let me go on and break it down to you, tell you how you can be a part of the show, um, how you can participate in the show as well. The easiest way is just call us. That's it. Just get on your phone, pick it up, and dial 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. All right, now. You can call that number just to listen in if that's what you want to do. That's fine as well. But, however, if you want to, you know, comment on something we're talking about, only thing you have to do is press 1 on your keypad. Let's, uh, let us know that you're there and you want to talk, and we'll bring you right on in and, and let you add to the conversation. Simple. The other way is our chat room, which is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Uh, we have conversations going on there as well. You can log into there using the link I just gave you, and you can come in as a guest. Now, if you come in as a guest, only thing you'll be able to do is read. You won't be able to participate, write any comments, or anything like that. However, if you like, would like to come in and start a conversation in the chat room, you will have to um, come up with a username. It doesn't matter what it is, Okay. Log in with the username, then you'll be able to participate in the conversation that's going on in the chat room as well. See, simple, very simple. Also, there's email, ericlesstalk at gmail.com and .leona.ross24 at gmail.com, okay? Now, you send us, send us the emails, you want it read on, on the air, we'd be more than happy to do that for you. Because we do understand that some of you are busy, some of you are at work, and, you know, you just can't go on and participate like you would like. So that's another way for you to participate in the show. Nobody has to know but us. That's right. We're good at keeping secrets. <laughs> anyway, um, the show's website is up and running and updated, so you can drop by there and, and check out some things on that web page as well. You um, there's a contact form on there, so if you want to leave a comment there, you can do that as well, okay? And that's www.ericletstalk.com. So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And as I said before, we do want to hear from you, the listener, okay? Because we don't know everything here. We just give sometimes our points of view, and sometimes your point of view may be a little different from ours, which is okay. Okay, we're not asking you to agree with us on everything we talk about. That's that's impossible. And if that is what you're looking for, this is not the show for you. I'm just going to go on and put it out there like that. This is not the show for you. Okay? So don't think you go call here and you're going to get everybody to agree with you and we're going to be all lovey-dovey because that's not what's going to happen. Okay? All right. Also, when you call into the show, there's a few rules. We don't like the N-word. So we don't use it, okay? Um, on that cussing and fussing that you like to do, we don't do that either. Okay, we're supposed to be adults here on the show. So we should be able to have a conversation as adults. We don't need to use all that profanity. We don't need to insult anybody, you know? So don't be personally attacking anybody on this show because I will shut you down. Okay, I'll shut you down. I ain't got a problem with that. So I'm just putting these things out there so you'll be aware 
of the rules. So once you get shut down, you're going to say, well, I was never told because I just told you, right? Okay. So now that we have all that um, that, 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 that taken care of, we can move on with the next show. Guests in the next part of the show, rather. Guests 937, see you in the chat room. Thanks for hanging out with us. Now it's time to bring the logical, logical one of the show in because she is the logical one. Now, you know, she used those big, fancy words, and she, she's good at what she does, too. Y'all know me. I'm just an old sixth-grade education type of guy, so I just have to say it the way I have to say it. But she makes it sound so pretty, so pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> One day I'm going to get like that. But anyway, what I'm going to do, man, here's my co-host, P. Ross, in the house. P., what's going on? How you doing today? <laughs> oh, I'm proud. Sounds so pointy, huh? Really? Of course, you sounded pointy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. You do pointy words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, I, I'm not telling a field, am I? No. So there. Okay. That's right. Thank you. Thank you for being so supportive. Anyway, of <laughs> the truth. <laughs> anyway, so uh, how you feel about today's show? You think we got a good one planned for them today? Oh, definitely. We always have a good show. This one is a little bit more in, in, informative. We're going to talk about some, you know, some uh, current events and stuff and get everybody's opinion on that. Um, hopefully they do call in and address their opinions, especially – um, the 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 blatant waste of time on Capitol Hill with Mark Zuckerberg and and the Facebook issue. We definitely want to get into that. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that that was that. You know, that was more of a comedy than anything else. If you didn't watch <laughs> any part of it, yeah, you know, it, it, it's like. It's like your great grandparents trying to tell you how to operate the iPhone at ten or something, you know, and they just got the phone and they have no idea, you know. What they <laughs> really, really, because it's not anything that we didn't know, but apparently those in Congress uh, really didn't know, which was quite shocking, you know. But hey, where have they been under a rock? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's what see, see, you know what it is, that's why they have the staffers Because the staffers do all the social media stuff They just make yeah. sure, you know, make sure You know, give them the stuff to put out there that, I think that's what yeah. happened So once they had to, they were chose Because they weren't forced to, they chose To have Mark Zuckerberg On the, you know, in, in the committee To talk about yeah. You know, this privacy thing Was really dumb, if you ask me But, yeah. again but we'll yeah. get to that in a minute. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that, that, that kind of goes with the quote of the day, I think, real well. Real well. All right. So, anyway. So, P, let's go on and get this show running. We got a song of the day coming up. It's an oldie, but it's a good one. And I picked it because when you really listen to the words and you think about what's going on in the world, and not just here, but in the world, it's such a true statement. It's such a true statement. We used to have a saying back in the, in the day, 
um, you know, there's always there's just too many chiefs and not enough Indians. And basically, that's where we are today in in in, in this this great society that we have. So, yeah, we're gonna bring that on um, here in a few seconds. Um, yeah, and see, I'm I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. My mind to move forward to the call of the day because the call of the day is so good. I just, woo, Lord, 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 oh Lord, I can't. I, I won't be able to sugarcoat it. I'm just gonna have to tell it like it is. For those who, who you know, you know, intellectual, intellectual minds may be hurt. I'm sorry. You know, you'll be okay. I'm sure you'll be okay. Sometimes you have to think about what was said two or three days later before it hits you upside the head and say, oh, yeah, that does make sense. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's, that's as far as we're going with that right now. But without further ado, man, here's. Uh, 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 tears for fears, and everybody wants to rule the world. I see y'all in about four minutes. Enjoy the music.
song of the day, y'all. Uh, Tears for Fears and Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Roof, 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 roof. That is. And we know for a fact everybody out there trying to rule the world these days. I don't know why they're trying to rule the world. It's not like it's a, that, that great of a place to be trying to rule with these idiots running around. But, hey, it is what it is. Everybody wants to rule the world and, and control the oil and the resources of other countries and things of that nature. And, and yeah, just a bunch of idiots. Idiots. That's, but that's what I say. But, anyway, that's Tears for Sears. The song still sounds good after all these years, right? Right. What do you think, Pete? The song still sounds good. Oh yeah, that was a song. That that yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you you know, uh, and I had never actually listened to all the words. You know, most people just know everybody wants to rule the world. You know, so forth and so on. But you get to really looking at the lyrics and listen to them. They mentioned freedom, and you know, I just you know everything can't outlast you know forever and. I mean, the words were something interesting. Like, wow, okay. Sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Yeah, I mean, really. Right. It's still true today. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. All right, so I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Got my co-host with me here, P. Ross, and we got a good show for you today. Um... Uh, we got a whole lot of stuff to talk about today. We're talking, of course, we're going to finish up with child support. We're going to talk about the bombing in Syria. We're going to talk about Zuckerberg's appearance on, on um, before Congress. And let's see, what's the other thing? I got all this right here in front of me. It's one more. Oh, yeah, the so-called end of the Flint water crisis in Flint, Michigan. That's, your, that, that's an interesting topic in itself. But, yeah, those are all things we're going to be talking about today. So, Get your pencil paper out if you got to write some notes. And, you know, for later on when you want to call and let us know you want to uh, comment on something, just give us a call, 347-838-8622. Press the number one on your keypad, and we know you want to say something to us. Uh, Only a little side note, messaging and data rates will apply. Because Mr. Talk can't pay for your phone bill, so don't be sending nothing, need no bill. Talk about, here, Mr. Talk, I'm talking on your show, and this will be charged. That's not me. I'm telling you. I'm t- don't do it if you can't afford it, okay? <laughs> oh, y'all better shoot me an email at ericletstalk.gmail.com or go in the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Now, if you want to talk to me, send me anything, there's always P. Ross at p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. Bam, boom, tra-ba! There it is, right there. So, there's a way to participate. Those are the ways you can participate on the show, and we want to hear from you. Now, with all that being said, it's time to move on to our next portion of the show. And, of course, usually I have my wonderful... uh, Highly intelligent, educated co-hosts do it. But today, y'all get me the sixth grader who's going to give y'all the quote of the day and uh, black history person of the day just because I wanted to do it, okay? And you know what? Usually we do quote first, then we do the black history person, but I'm going to switch it up today since I'm doing it. We're going to switch it up. We're going to talk about the black history person of the day, and that is Miss Mary Fields. 
Now, y'all know y'all don't know about Miss Mary Fields, but because y'all have never heard of her, I know I never, had never heard of her until, you know, this weekend sometime. But um, Miss <laughs> Mary Fields, she was better known as Stagecoach Mary. All right? Now, y'all, Stagecoach Mary, y'all listen to that. She was a black gun-toting female in the American Wild West. She was six feet tall. Heavy, thick, tough, short-tempered, two-fisted, powerful, and packed a pair of six-shooters and an eight- or ten-gun gay shotgun. Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? I know a, I, I know a person just like that. Y'all believe it or not, I know a person just like She's not six-foot tall, but short-tempered, two-fisted, powerful, but she like knives instead of guns, but still, you know, it's still the same thing. You know, and, and she was something else. Okay, anyway, she was born a slave in Tennessee during the administration of Andrew Jackson. Uh, no, it's no relation to me, y'all, okay? Uh, she was feisty short with whom she shared driving ambition, audacity, and a penchant for physical altercation on a regular basis. She smoked <laughs> bad handmade cigars. Okay, that's what she did, y'all. She was a stagecoach driver. And um, the reason why she was called Stagecoach Mary, because I just told you, she was a stagecoach driver, and she always delivered her packages on time. I mean, even one time when she got flipped away, uh, some wolves came out the the, 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 the the woods, and wolves came out of the woods, scared of, of um, her horses, and the horses scattered and threw her off the stagecoach. She did what? She went to gather around a tree, and all night long she fought a pack of wolves off to the point to where they got tired of trying and they left. Now, you know, wolves are some some, 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 some persistent individuals. And believe you me, if you can hang out all night and keep them off of them because they try to impact to the point they get tired of trying, you're a bad person. You are a bad person. You know what I mean? She didn't care about the fashion statement, okay? Um, she failed to look at the part of a woman in this Victorian age. Of course, she was on front of me. She didn't wear all that pretty stuff, you know, the fluffles and ruffles and all that good stuff. Certain ruffian men would occasionally attempt to trample on her rights and hard-won privileges, and she beat them down, y'all. She beat them down. She broke more noses than any other person in central Montana. Of course, that was the Great, great Plains Examiner said that was the only newspaper available during that time, Okay. She was once a hired hand at the, at the mission. Um, she was confronted with the complaint that she was earning $2 a month more than he was. So she was earning more than a man. And um, why did she think she was worth so much money, she was asked, being only an uppity colored woman. Right. Now, this guy's name was Young U Lum Duck. Ain't that something, U Lum Duck? Yeah, in other words, you better duck because she's going to come out with those shotguns on you. Um, he made the same complaint in German description in the public space, in Lucky Saloons, where Mary just happened to be a regular customer, and followed up with a more polite version directly to Bishop Philbus N.E. Burwanger himself, which it didn't matter. Um, of course, that pissed Mary off, I'm say it, it pissed off, and at the very next opportunity, the two of them were engaged in a shootout behind the nunnery. Now, you shoot behind a nunnery, ain't that something? Next to the sheep shed. 
<laughs> Actually, it turned into a shootout because when Mary went to simply shoot the man as he cleaned out the latrine, figuring to dump his body in there, she missed. He shot back, and the fracas was on. Okay, bullets flew in every direction until six guns was empty and blood was spilt. Neither actually hit the other by direct fire, but one bullet shot by Mary bounced off the stone wall of the nunnery and hit the, the man in the left buttocks. <laughs> so she shot in the butt, basically, which completely ruined his new $1.85 trousers. Not only that, but other bullets Mary fired passed through the laundry of the bishop, which was hanging on the line, generously ventilating his drawers. His draws, y'all, and two white shirts he had shipped from Boston over the week before. <laughs> now, the question is, what was his laundry doing hanging in the nunnery? Nobody knows. That just leaves a lot to the imagination there. Okay, but anyway, out of work and needing some, Mary took a stab at the restaurant business. Um, you know, her cooking wasn't that great, which means nobody ate it, and the restaurant shut down. And once again, she was unemployed. Then in 1895, she landed a job carrying the U.S. mail. She had always been so dependent and determined this work was perfect for her. And quickly, she developed a reputation for delivering letters and parcels no matter what the weather nor how rugged the terrain. She and her mule, Moses, and that's something have a mule called Moses, but that would be about right, plunged through anything from bitterly raw blizzards to wilting, wilting heat reaching remote miners' cabins and other outposts with important mail, which helped to accommodate the land claim process, as well as other matters needing expeditious communication. See, that's a big word I had to learn how to read before I read this to y'all. Those efforts on her part helped greatly to advance the development of a considerable portion of Central Montana, a contribution for which she is given little credit. Yeah, I bet Joe don't even know who she was, and he lives in Montana. Anyway, Figuring that by now she deserved to relax just a bit, she didn't do a lot of laundry, but rather spent a considerable portion of her time in local saloon, drinking whiskey and smoking her cigars with the sundry assortment of sweating and dusty men who were attracted to the place. While she claimed to be a crack shot, actually her aim toward the cuspidor was rather general to the occasional chagrin of any nearby fellow patrons. Never mind, she did laundry. In other words, she was chewing that tobacco, man, and you know how y'all, they get that, that, that stuff in there, and they had these little civil things on the floor. Y'all ever seen your old grandparents used to have that snuff? Basically, that's what it was, snuff. Had that little um, cigar can right there, and they turn around and go, and spit in the can? Yeah, well, her ain't wasn't that good, so a lot of times she spit on people instead of spitting in the thing. That's what they say. Anyway, um, one lot failed to pay his bill to his to her. Um, he had ordered extra starch in the cuffs and dog collar. Hearing out, hearing him out in the street, she left the saloon and knocked him flat with one blow at the age of 72. So at the age of 72, this woman was still knocking jokers out. She told her wobbly drinking companions that the satisfaction she got from, the ta- from that act was worth more than the bill owed. So the score was settled. As luck would have it, the tooth of his that she knocked out was giving him trouble anyway, so there was no reprisal. Actually, the man was happy. So he was happy he got knocked out, got his tooth knocked out, and then he had to, didn't have to pay for his laundry. And this is all about a 72-year-old six-foot black woman. In 1914, she died of a failure of her liver. Neighbors buried her in Hillside Community in Cascade, marking the spot with a simple wooden cross, which may be there today. 
They don't know. Anyway, in spite of her drinking and cigar smoking and occasional fisticuffs, townsfolk were hard-pressed to believe that this mellow <laughs> old woman of 80 was the hard-shooting and short-tempered female character of the early years they had heard so much about. But they were wrong. And this is what uh, this is what she wrote describing herself. And it, it is something that is very, very interesting. It says, I am Mary Fields. People call me Black Mary. People call me Stagecoach Mary. I live in Cascade, Tennessee. I am six feet tall. I weigh over 200 pounds. A woman of the 19th century. I do bold and exciting things. I wear pants. I smoke a big black cigar. I drink whiskey. I carry a pistol. I love adventure. I travel the country driving a stagecoach, delivering the mail to distant towns. Strong, I fight through rainstorms. Tough, I fight through snowstorms. I risk hurricanes and tornadoes. I am independent. Nobody tells me what to do. Nobody tells me where to go. When I'm not delivering mail, I like to build buildings. I like to smoke and drink in bars with the men. I like to be rough. I like to be rowdy. I also like to be loving. I like to be caring. I like to babysit. I like to plant flowers and tend my garden. I like to give away cassages and buquettes. I like being me, Mary Fields. Ain't that something? Now, that's what I'm talking about. Now, that's a black history person right there. Miss Mary Fields, better known as Stagecoach Mary or Black Mary. You know, yeah. One of the black cowboys that you'll hear about. But that, uh, see, see, see that kind of woman right there, I can get with. Because I know she'll always have my back. I ain't going to lie. She'll always have my In fact, you know what? We can go in a bar together and just start some stuff and know it. We're going to throw some hands. And she'll be right there with me. I like that. Six foot, 200 pounds. Cigar smoking, whiskey drinking. Five mouth. Six gun shooting. <laughs> I know somebody like that, but they're not six foot tall. They're about five four, five three, five four. But I know somebody like that. But like I say, they like knives instead of guns. So hey, they still around, y'all. But that was your Black History person, stagecoach Mary. Okay. Actually, <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get beat up after the show for that one. But anyway, hey. That was your black history brother. Just something to, to, to make you go, oh, okay. So if y'all want to learn more about Stagecoach Mary, you know, you can go to www.blackcowboys.com and look up Mary Fields, okay? So that's it. <laughs> P, what you think about uh, our black history person, Miss Mary Fields? I, I, like lo- I, person, like huh? I like her. I like her. I like the fact that, you know, she knocks people out. I like that. That that characteristic yeah. appeals to me. Yeah. <laughs> Two years old, knocking Joker's teeth out and knocking them out. Ain't that something? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's what Lord. I'm talking about. I want, to, I want to be just like her. I ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> 72. Ooh. And had no problem. Look, had no problem with telling you that either. But I, I, I love that. that. That's all right. <laughs> Oh, Lord, have mercy. All right, so hey, y'all check on Miss Mary Fields. See, that's somebody yet we never hear about. Man, now you've know. heard about her. Yeah, so now y'all heard about her. Especially a female black cowboy. We don't hear about that. Not mm-hmm. at all. Not at all. 
Not at all. And up in Montana, that's one thing. Up in it's Montana, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's that's where Joe yeah. live at. I bet Joe don't know nothing about no, but no. <laughs> I bet she knocked Joe out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, you know it takes a bad person to be shooting behind a nunnery and the sheep shed at the same time. You know that's a that's a bad joker right there. <laughs> oh Lord. Anyway, anyway, hey, y'all go to the show page and y'all see the the, the images going by on the slideshow. Yeah, y'all see her standing there with her her rifle in her hand. So you can tell she she wasn't nothing to be played with, okay? All right. Now that we have that out the way, it's time for the quote of the day. And as I said this is before, I'm doing the quote of the day today, so y'all better be listening to me, you know, because I don't do it that often, but I'm doing it today. Yes, 956, welcome to the show. All right, so the quote of the day is a good one. And it goes, I think the greatest illusion we have is that denial protects us. Actually, the biggest distortion in life. In fact, staying asleep is is what's killing us. And that's by Miss Eve Isler. Yeah. Now, she wrote um, a lot of uh, plays and things that you, you've actually heard of. Um, personally, I forgot what they were, but a couple of them are, are quite, quite popular and famous but she was a feminist and what have you. But regardless of who she was and what her, you know, her beliefs was, I, I really do like this quote. And we're going to talk a little bit about it right about now. Okay, so let's take a look at some of the words that's in that quote uh, to get a better understanding of, uh, of what we're talking about here. I think the greatest illusion, now we always talk about illusion and, and, and what, you know, what that mean and what it is to 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 us as people. Dictionary says illusion is a thing that is or is likely to be wrongly perceived or interpreted by the senses. A deceptive appearance or impression, a false idea or belief. Now, let's go on and get this on in there real quick. A lot of us today we're walking around we're walking around in that illusion. We are. We walk around, and, and 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 you know, not just generally, personally, personally. So a lot, a lot of, a lot of you walk around in in this illusion because you still believe in that uh, that old saying, "What I don't know will hurt me." Well, that's a lie. It says right here, that's a lie because what you don't know will hurt you, and in many cases, today is truer than it has ever been. It has ever been from the food you eat. The propaganda you see on live live vision, from from what you read in the papers, because only thing you want to do is keep yourself in your little box and, and, and pay attention to your own little world and what's going on, and you want to believe the illusion that everything is peachy king and what you're being told is actually fact. Now that's because why? Because you have developed this false idea or belief that it is what it is. And it's not. It's not. Now, the quote goes to say, I think the greatest illusion we have is the denial, is that denial protects us. And that's another key word, denial. The action of de- 
declaring something to be untrue, a statement that something is not true. All right? That that goes back to the, that falls right in with illusion. You, know, you telling yourself, oh, it's okay. Yeah, we doing this because uh, it's a good 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 thing. We're protecting this person. We're protecting that person. Uh, well, my religion is better than your religion because of this. Now, I'm not saying your religion is wrong. However, because you are living under the illusion that you are only right and nobody else is correct, then, yes, you're in denial. You're in denial. Your mind, you don't have an open mind to anything except for what you're being fed on a daily basis with his bull hockey. Yeah, I told y'all. You know, it's actually the biggest distortion and lie. The biggest distortion. The action of giving a misleading account or impression. I'm just going to tell it like it is, y'all. Yeah. See? See? That's what it is, man. That's what it is. Now, I know some may say, well, you know, Mr. Cole, how can you say my opinion is an illusion or what I think is, is an Okay, well, if you don't believe it is, that's on you. That's on you. You don't believe it is. There's many people walking around here right now believe that their opinion and, and what they think is actual fact and is, is the truth. And it's not. It's not. So, and I say religion, in which which will start a whole fight in itself, you know, because there's so many different religions and faiths and things like that. So you believe what you believe. You know, but... Uh, you know, um, as far as this quote of the day, yes, I, I, I'm going to simplify it. I'm going to bring it to one point, okay? Simple. Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, and y'all know who I call Mr. Smith, does not tell us everything. He does not tell us half of the stuff that we need to know. And the stuff that you do know or that you are told by others, you won't believe that either. Because you have been conditioned and programmed so much by the propaganda that has been spread by the Smith that you, you can only believe what is being told by them. Well, then. Okay, in fact, staying asleep is what's killing us. And that's, that's, that's hey, that's the American, the, the, the American public right there. It is. It is. Especially when it comes down to, to, to attacking other countries and things of that nature. So I'm trying to keep it in one area here, but uh, I, that's a big quote right there. And that, that, has, that quote can be used among a whole lot of things. But, you know, I said a lot of times, sheeple. I call some American sheeple. Because the majority are walking around sleep in a day. Have no idea, no clue, no nothing of what's really going on. Now, I could keep saying, well, the American people, you know, as far as Mr. Smith, they have no idea. But the, the sad part about it, a lot of them in their own households or their own daily lives have no idea what's going on there either. Because they're still walking around in, in that, 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 that thought process of what I don't know won't hurt me. And in actuality, what you don't know is killing you. From the food you eat, the thing, the, the, the way your neighborhoods are, the water you drink, 
walking around with these electronic things hooked to your ears 24-7. But you can be told that all the time, but, hey, I got to die from something. Okay. Well, just keep keep walking on believing all that. You know, that's that's on you. That's on you. Now, I may not, I probably may not explain that quote like many of you would like me to have, but that's where I went with it. And I know my co-host here about to go somewhere else with it. And then I see somebody has their hand up. So we'll get to you in a minute, 512, and uh, we'll see what they have to say about the quote as well. I'm thinking that's what they want to talk about. But anyway, that's the quote of the day by Ms. Eve Isler. I think the greatest illusion we have is that denial protects us. It's actually the biggest distortion and lie. In fact, staying asleep is what's killing us. That's your quote of the day coming from me, Mr. Talk. Now I'm going to turn it over for a hot minute to my my co-host, P. Ross, and let her go on and, and break it down with these eloquent words that she's going to throw at you. Go ahead, P. I know you're waiting on it. I don't have no big words for this quote. And the, the key point is she says that she thinks. So then this is her opinion, that the greatest illusion that we have is denial, that denial protects us. Which, when you look at it, denial, how is denial going to protect you? Eventually, whatever you're denying, you're going to come face-to-face with one day, and you're going to have to deal with it. So whether, you know, it's damage to your psyche, uh, physical abuse you suffered as a child, or things that you went through and you're denying that these things happened, eventually what's inside of you is going to have to come out and you're going to have to face that thing. What are you going to do then? How is that protecting you? When up front, you can just deal with it, put it behind you and go on with your life. See? So this is, then she goes on to say it is actually the biggest distortion and lie. In other words, you are distorting the truth to live a lie to accommodate yourself at that time to make you feel good. But later on, down the line, when you got to confront the lie or you keep telling the lie or living the lie and you're two different people because you got to live this lie in front of folks and you got to go home and cry and fight or, or, or would not sleep or whatever, you know, because you're trying to, you know, keep up with the lie, with the distortion that you're presenting to the world. And every day it changes. He said, staying asleep is what's killing us. See, we used to have a saying, okay, okay, you're sleeping on it. You're sleeping on it. I mean, you don't know. You know, you're not abreast of what's going on. See, so you're abreast of it. You just choose to act as if you're asleep on it. See, and so... When we're talking about our emotions, when we're talking about our, our, our psyche, our mind, and the way we think, you know, we're using our mind to convince ourselves that what is indeed true, a lie. And on the other hand, you know, as you said, you know, we believe in the lie that's being perpetuated by Mr. Smith and the media. We'll believe that, okay? We'll believe those fake news, you know, it's 45, like to say, you know, <laughs> We'll believe that, but when it comes to our own personal business, the things that we know to be true, the things that are enmeshed in us, the things that have hurt us, you know, with the intent to destroy us, we won't deal with that because it's the the policy, you know, or the habit of the American people 
you know, to live in denial. That is just a better place to be because we've been inundated with the Walt Disney's of the world and the fantasy world, you know, and, and the happily ever afters that we do not want to deal with the truth because dealing with the truth, sometimes the truth hurts. So rather not to keep living the lie or to keep living the fantasy or to keep living the illusion, you know, we don't want to deal with the hurt. We don't want to deal with the destruction that, you know, USA causes around the world will say that, oh, they're terrorists, it's necessary. Denying the real fact of the matter is that it's something over there that we want, and um, since they won't go, they, since they won't give it to us, we're going to take it. It always has been that way. But we, you know, we'll put up the great illusion of the humanitarian effort, and it's far from it. See, so that's the lie that has been perpetuated. That's the lie that has been indoctrinated, and it still is being indoctrinated into our children, you know, so they stay asleep. And we have to recognize and we have to understand that. Like last week we were talking about self-awareness and the great awakening. Hey, you better wake up. You better wake up. That's a good quote. I like that. But that's all I got to say about it. Well, thank you, ma'am. And see, I told you, perpetuated and extenuated and all them big words right there. You should see me trying to dig through the dictionary, trying to find what the meaning of them words are. You see? Because I ain't trying to be a slip no more. I ain't trying to be a slip no more. I ain't. But anyway, okay. <laughs> a slip. Yeah, I ain't trying to be a slip no more. <laughs> Rocks, right? 
Like, I mean, I can't give you two Benjamins, you know, $200 and say, well, then you owe me 250 next week. Well, if all you can do mm-hmm. is rub those pieces of paper together, you're done. Like, you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Because when it's happening, right. that, interest, that interest charge is just a mark in a book. Nobody ever makes any money to repay that interest charge with. I mean, the, the $20 trillion debt in America is just an interest charge the Federal Reserve makes up to justify an income tax. Mm-hmm. But, there's, but, but, but that $20 trillion doesn't exist in the American economy. It, I mean, I mean it, 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 it doesn't exist in the world economy to pay it back. It's just a mark in a book. It's just a debt that they can put in a book and then teach you through school that you have to pay back. True that. And so, so if if you look up a story, uh, a, a a discussion from Noam Chomsky and Chris Head, and just type that in on YouTube. Noam Chomsky will talk about how bankers, after the Civil War, took over the Industrial Revolution and turned it into wage slavery by making sure that we couldn't work inside of factories that we owned and make all the profits from our own work. We had to work for a corporation. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then he talks about how bankers started World War, World War I and World War II to spread that system all over the world. And then this propaganda started then about saving the world, and there's this problem over here. We have to go attack it. Let's spread democracy. Well, in William Goetzman's book, he also shows that democracy, the way we, the way we use it now, started in ancient Athens by bringing in currency and saying, okay, we want you to get into this international trade. Here's some coins, and here's the interest debt you owe, and I hope this trade works out so you can pay back your debt. Well, it didn't work that way. Everybody got panicked because nobody had any money because you have this mark in a book you can't pay back. It keeps getting bigger and bigger, right? Right. They said, they said how about this? We'll pay some of you to then vote on laws that control the people who can't pay back their debt, and the rest of you get rewarded by getting extra money for either winning that or by being in the lawmaking that gets paid to be a part of that lawmaking class. And Socrates hmm. they're screaming like, can't pay people to be a part of the democracy because you corrupt their soul, and they're no longer functioning and, and thinking about what people need, they're thinking about how to get more of that money. <laughs> and this is 500 years ago when democracy started. We knew this stuff. And, and then Aristotle is saying, you can't charge me interest on coins because the coins are sterile. They can't breed. I can't breed my cash. And in America, it's illegal for you to make your own money. So they lend you money, put you into debt you can't pay back, and say, now you can't make your own money. Go work at McDonald's. Find a way to survive. I gotta go because I gotta fly. You know, because because I got a private jet and I and like um, my daughter's getting married on some island you never heard of. See ya. Mm. Right. And, and so that's <laughs> right, the, right. the game. And 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 it gets even thicker if you get into like Zen and like Alan Watts and the nature of language. And so if you really want to approach kind of waking up on a personal level, you're born as a little baby human being that has no functional knowledge of language at all. Hmm. And babies respond to the musical qualities of a voice, like the timbre, the pitch change, the tempo change, the emotional inflection. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand any words until you repeat it enough that there's like a, a, a memory of it. Mm-hmm. So words, words become a trigger for a memory. Words, words by themselves don't have any meaning. If you've never uh-huh. seen a word before, you don't have any memory of it. You don't know what it is. And if the only way you've been educated about reality is like with words from books in school, then they can put stuff on TV that triggers those memories in you, 
and you're going to run out and do some stupid stuff based on your limited understanding of what those words are supposed to mean. But you, but you have no context for meaning. You have no context whatsoever except for an authority figure that you trust gave you that those those triggers. Because that's what words become for politics and religions and bankers is triggers to get inside you and open up those correlations that you were taught as a kid by the education system. Make sense? That like, makes like, a whole lot of sense. Anyway, right? So when I speak Chinese, you don't understand what I mean. And so I could be telling you the secrets of the universe in Chinese, but you don't know Chinese, you can't use it. And if as a kid, I use this language system that says, first of all, you need to take out a loan from a bank to buy a house, and then we're going to charge you interest on it. They don't teach you that nobody ever makes any money to make that interest. And that the of interest came from using cows or grain, that if you borrow that from me, you can grow that. And money grows on trees because when's the last time cows didn't have baby cows, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so money grow on trees 5,000 years ago. Right. And they took that away okay. from us, and they turned it into rock, and they turned it into paper. But they kept the law that says you have to pay back more than you were given. Right, so now interest has become a confidence game trick. Just like you go to a bookie and you want to bet on a horse race, well, they're going to hit you with that big, and if you're late, they're going to increase that big. Well, that's all that interest is. Is it that same kind of game? I want to play the game, so you give me some of that cash. I give you my house as collateral. You'll take my house away if I can't pay this back, and then you keep increasing this interest payment that nobody makes any money to pay. And so I spend 30 years chasing. This big, just, it, I mean, I mean, it's just a black hole in your life that you just throw money into because you think eventually you'll be able to pay off that debt. But if you pay attention to your homeowner's loan, you spend the first five or six years, if you're paying regular payments, only paying interest. You never even pay principal. And nobody ever makes the money to validate that interest charge, period. And this is democracy. This is what it's been for 2,500 years. And so when you look at what Noam Chomsky talked about, about the British bankers coming over and taking over the Industrial Revolution and changing our education system, America has essentially become a banker state to spread bank slavery. And that's all we are doing, which is why we're bombing all these countries and then trying to open up state-owned, uh, state-owned, which are essentially just Rothschild or whatever the central banking families are, to make a one-world banker state. Mm-hmm. Look up right. Sesame Credit on YouTube. It's uh, called Sesame Credit. And it's a Chinese system where they're, going to start, where they're already starting to use your social networking activity and your purchasing habits to then establish a new credit score based on your ability to follow the rules of the corporate state. No longer whether or not you can carry debt and pay your bills. It's now, do you say what we want? Do you do what we want? Do you buy what we want? If you do, then you, then you get rewarded. If you don't, you don't get rewarded. Mm. <laughs> and that's, that's something... Interesting. And it's coming global. Um, and, they're, and they're linking it into the uh, Bitcoin and that whole uh, mess. <laughs> if you want to be really ugly and scary about it, look up this project by DARPA. You know DARPA, right? The Defense Advanced Research Project. Yep. So it's called Elect, Elect RX, like electricity and then RX. And what they've been doing is they've learned to put computer chips inside people's brains and then down their spine and down their vagus nerve so 
they can monitor your neural activity remotely, even to the point where soldiers, they're starting to learn how to see what you see and hear what you hear, and then they can adjust your neural activity remotely, and they can turn your neurons on and off. And it's supposed to be for self-healing, but when you look at this, like, Sesame Credit thing, where they're looking at your credit score based on what you say to people and what you agree with in the news, and then what you buy, and then they start putting computer chips in your babies up on and off, and they can trigger different thoughts and different ideas and different memories by changing the electrical impulses in the brain. And now your reality is controlled by the state completely because they put a computer chip in you that stops you from being an enlightened being, that stops you from being human. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what, Joshua? And you are absolutely correct. And um, I hate to cut you off, but we got to move on. But you have brought out some very, very, very good points. You know what I mean? And I, I agree with you, man, especially when you get to the part when you start talking about the chips and and things of that nature. Um, (laughs) Yeah, we know right now there's there's instances where, you know, companies are using that to, quote, unquote, make um, work more enjoyable for employees, but it's it's just used basically more to track them and see what their habits are. And eventually it's going to get around to control because we know the military has been – Dabbing and dabbing in mental control and things of that nature for years, so that that's nothing, nothing that is unbelievable. But there are those out there that still, that still, you know, want to believe that it's not going on and it's just science fiction when actually it's more reality than than they want to believe. Uh, yeah, so a lot of them still walk around slept, as I like to say. So once again, thank you, Joshua, for, for your input. Um, Anything you want to add? <laughs> no, I'm good. But he had he do, he did have some valid points, like you said, when we're talking about the chips and stuff. And you know, now they have these um, chips that they're putting in medical patients that they can actually monitor through their iPhone. And a lot of people don't believe mm-hmm. that those exist, but yeah, they do. And just think, you know, hey, that's your life. You know, they can click you on and click you off at, at their will if they choose to do so. That's some scary stuff. Mm. No? Mm. Click you on and click you off. Hey, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Boy, I could go some places with that, but that one I'm not going to. <laughs> All right. Once again, thank you, Joshua. Uh, I put you back in the queue, but you can continue to listen, man. We hope you do. All right, so uh, let's get on with 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 with, with the, some of the meat of the show because I do want to go ahead and, and finish up, you know, with the uh, child support um, series as well before we get out of here today. But uh, speaking of this this great nation that we live in, uh, over the weekend. We do know there was an, uh, a so-called attack on the country of Syria over an alleged chemical attack on their citizens. Now, mm. notice I'm using the word alleged, okay, because at this point, that's all they are. They still just are alleged allegations. However, however, we do know that uh, it doesn't take much, it doesn't have to actually be fact for you know, three stooges to get together and decide they want to bomb somebody just because uh, um, they're looking out for the citizens of Syria to make sure that the Assad government, along with Putin and Russia, uh, doesn't make it a habit of dropping chemicals on these people in 
Syria, the citizens of Syria. Now, here's an interesting point, though, that I'm going to make. The Saudis have been bombing Yemen for a while now. I mean, they're just bombing the heck out of Yemen. And, and, you know, they're displacing the citizens over there as well. Why aren't we over there trying to help them? You know why? Because Saudi Arabia is our buddy. You know, they're our ally. <laughs> they control oil. They have a lot of oil. If you haven't noticed, your oil price is steadily going up lately. Yeah, yeah. They're going to keep going, too. But we're not going to get into that part right now. But anyway, and here's another interesting part about this this bombing this weekend, it was almost, well, it was over a year, what, a year and, what, a week to the day? Yeah. yeah. 45, 40, 59 missiles, Tomahawk missiles over there last year, apparently for the same thing, for the same thing. Isn't that coincidence? This time, though, you know, he had to get his buddies involved, so it just wouldn't look like it'd be, you know, just him and the United States just going after you know, bombing Syria. Now, here's here's a very interesting thought. You know, because you got Great Britain, they 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 were involved in this thing too with the Prime Minister. It's amazing that the British Parliament they are all over their Prime Minister right now because they're like, uh, don't you think you should have asked us first before we did this? See, see, everybody look at that right now. But you have to go back to the Gulf War. You have to go back to to, to uh, the Iraq War. See, these uh, the, the, a lot of citizens and, and, and politicians in these other countries. They understand what happened during the, the the especially the Iraq War, when all this bull crap was told about Iraq has this, they have that, and then when the thing hit the fan, didn't have anything. They still haven't found anything. Now the backstory is. And see, let, let me show you how, how crooked and, and, and nasty this thing becomes. The backstory is now that all the supposedly chemical weapons that were in Iraq got shipped to Assad in Syria. And those are what they're using now on their citizens. Okay? Now, that is what the backstory is. You're not going to hear them say it because it sounds just as preposterous as when I just said it. It sounds stupid. All right. Now, I've looked at the videos of, of, of these these individuals supposedly being treated by chlorine and, and siren gas. I looked at it, and the first thing I noticed was, well, if this is a chemical attack, and you treat someone that's just been in a chemical attack, you have no protective gear on whatsoever. You got mm. water holes running it over. So that, that's not going to help. It's not. Chlorine gas turns into hydrochloric acid in the lung and can cause a person to drown from a buildup of fluid in the lungs. Why the heck are you running water over their head? That is not going to help it any. Why are you touching these people with bare hands, no gloves, no mask, no nothing? All right? Searing gas. It causes you the, the foam out the mouth. It caused you to do now, you got these people running with kids in their arms, but there's nothing happening. So if this kid got hit with the gas and you can't, where were you? Weren't you in the same place? So in, in, in essence, both of you should be on the ground foaming from the mouth. 
Okay, surrogates is a nerve agent, y'all. It's a nerve agent. Okay, no smell, no taste. Now, if it was chlorine, chlorine gas gives off this yellowish like cloud, a yellowish cloud. All right, I'll just go put it out there. So, if all that went on, all that went on, but we started getting these pictures back of folk running around crying and carrying on, and only a few laying here with some white stuff around their mouth or whatever. Really? Really? Are we supposed to believe this is what's really going on over there now? And to add insult to to the intelligence of uh, of the people of this great nation that we live in, you issue say, well, be prepared. Missiles are coming. They're coming. They're coming. Now, before we get to the actual sending of these missiles, you can put it out and tweet it. The missiles are coming. Be ready. Okay, I'm going to get back to that in a minute. I'm going to get back to that, to, that, to that in a minute. But as the week goes on, you start backtracking a little bit. They started backtracking a little bit like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if we should do this. But, so what they're telling me is there's somebody up in that, that, that place up there that, that's trying to use their head a little bit like, I don't think we're going to be able to sell this as well as you think we can. I don't think they're they going to go for that. See, and that's why they had to have partners to go in with them. They, we, we, the, the, you, Mr. Smith just couldn't do this with him by himself this time because it would show him to be the bully that he is. All right. Now, anyway, coming on back, coming on back, coming on back, coming on back, back. Now, if you remember, and we talked about quite often the, the, the upheaval and the chaos of all the fires that were going on within the inner circle, you know, of uh, 45's administration. You know what happened, don't you? They got rid of the ones that were saying, no, don't do that. That's not a good idea. Don't do that. You know, that's like a kid. That's like a kid, um, a big bully. He's the biggest kid on the playground. And and you get somebody on your team, and they don't play like you want to, so you fire. Come on, come on. Give me somebody else. Who want to play? Who want to play? You know, then eventually you get everybody on your team that, that, that that's going to do whatever you say. They're not going to tell you no because they want to play ball. So, okay, now I got a team of everybody I need to do. If I want to do it, I can do it. And that's what has happened. He has this, he has this yes men in place now. You know, he has his, his warmongers and his, his, his evildoers, that I'm going to call them. But once again, he couldn't do it by itself. He couldn't do it by itself because he wouldn't have shown the bully that they are. So what do they do? They go to the patsy, the, the biggest patsy they always have, Great Britain. You know, and then they got to bring the little, the little punky in France. So now you got the three stooges together again. And okay, together we can create this big illusion of this, of this, or, or this thought process that there's a humanitarian thing going over there, and we have to step in. We have to step in. But yet, you give a warning. You give a warning. Now, 
a weak warning. So you supposedly hit a research and development place where they're supposed to be researching and developing chemicals, um, things, someplace where they're supposed to be holding chemicals and things like that. Now, you can bomb the heck out of these places, and there's no signs of chemicals anywhere. How does that happen? How does that happen? There should be some semblance, some trace, some something somewhere. Even the prime minister of dang on Great Britain says, we really have no proof, but we suspect. She said that this morning talking to her parliament. I watched her say it. The inspectors that were supposed to be there, they just getting there today, and they upset because Russia and Syria won't let them in. So where's the proof of this so-called the, the images you show are not proof because they're quite controversial. Because what you're telling us and the pictures my eyes are showing me do not go together at all. But if you look at the images on the on the, on, on the screen that I you know the the slideshow for the show, you see some maps on there. Where it shows oil lines running through from Russia to Syria, from from uh, Iraq, Iran through there that air that region, and that's why we cannot leave there. That is why we are involved there. It has nothing to do with humanitarianism, nothing at all. I don't even know if that's a word, but I just created one. It is not. It has nothing to do with that. It sounds good because that is what the public wants to hear. We will go with that. Oh, they just bombing their own people. You know what the Pakistan president said in an interview? See, and, and see, this is this is what I'm talking about. See, in, in in this great nation, we only want to watch ABC, CBS, CNN, Fox News, whatever. The propaganda channels where everything is, you know, twisted toward whatever direction they want to go. But you need to start watching some of these, these foreign news channels where they have the interviews of these presidents and things. And, they, and the Pakistani president brought up a good point. He said, as big as the United States military is, why are they having so much trouble getting rid of, of two or 3,000 insurgents in a, in a particular place? Because that's not the goal. No, no, no. Listen, but 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 you, you see, you see how quiet I got. Because what you said, I thought about. I'm like, huh? That's not the goal. Why nobody has ever answered that question? Asked that same question here. Hmm. See, uh, uh, once again, we're going back to the quote today: the illusion and the denial. That we are good. What we, what 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 Miss Smith does is good. That, that there's a definite reason for what we, you know, protecting. We're protecting these people. But they didn't protect the people in Olympio when they were bombing the heck out of them. They're definitely not protecting the people in Yemen. They ain't going over there trying to say those two hundred girls with Hoko Bokram kidnapped all them girls. Supposedly, they ain't do nothing about that. 
because he dropped some some gas, supposed gas, supposedly allegedly gas here. We gonna bomb the heck out of them. But nothing in the building, no gas, uh, uh, trace of gas anywhere. You got two thousand American soldiers over there. Nobody said where they were during the bombing. No, supposedly no Russian um, uh, soldiers were hurt. What did we bomb in? What did you drop a bomb on? Not that you gave them a week's worth of warning anyway. Well, the bomb really helped. (laughs) And then, of course, you know, some of the things they were saying um, after, after, after this thing just was crazy. General Dunford said the attacks would substantially reduce Syria's ability to research, develop, and use chemicals. Wait a minute. We've heard that before. Didn't we hear that the last time they did this? We heard that before, right? Yep. The sites were chosen to minimize civilian loss of life and possible release of chemical agents. Duh. There were none. And plus, you gave them a week's worth of notice to move the stuff if there were any. Yeah. And then, this was the one that, that really boggled my mind. The defense secretary said he did not want the, the U.S. to become more deeply involved in a complicated, many-sided conflict. How the heck did he stand up there in front of the microphone and I say some crap like that. He don't want to. You're already involved. You're involved in it deeper than most. Not just in Syria, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, Somalia, East Germany. I mean, I mean, you don't really, really. The U.S. used its regular communication channels with the Russians to inform them about the U.S. plane. Wait a minute. I thought Russia was the enemy. I thought that was one of the reasons why we had to stay over there so Russians, you know, wouldn't do, you know. But you use regular channels to warn them about the plane? How dumb do they think we really are? Why you want them anything? If they did wrong, you don't want them. You're going to blast the heck out of them. I know when I was growing up, when we went to beat up the next street, we didn't tell them we were coming. They looked up and we was on top of their head. That's elementary. But not you going to warn them that, oh, yeah, we about to send some planes through there, and uh, so don't be shooting at our planes. We're going to drop some bombs over here. What in the world? Yeah, yeah. See how stupid that sounds? <laughs> I mean, uh, T, am I making any sense here? <laughs> I'm too busy laughing. <laughs> you know? Because it don't make sense. It don't make it sense. It don't. <laughs> but we supposed you know, to be Yeah, and then Miss Nikki Haley. Anyway. Yeah, then Nikki Haley, the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations, said Syria had used chemical weapons at least 50 times since the war broke out in 2011. Okay, 
Why we ain't send no planes over there to bomb them then? Fifty times. <laughs> the president says America does not seek an indefinite presence in Syria. The United States will be a partner and a friend, but the fate of the region lies in the hands of its own people. Well, why the hell are we over there bombing them then? Why do we have 2,000 troops over there then? Come home and let them figure out their own stuff then. Why are we in Iraq? Why are we in Afghanistan? If that's the case, then bring them home. Bring them soldiers home. Y'all see how crazy this is? Mm-hmm. And then, hey, hey, look, 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 look. Here, here was the the the, the craziest part. Um, let's see. Let me find it. Let me see. Let me find it. Cause I just start laughing when I break to see that. Um, General General James Mattis said. The U.S. expects a disinformation campaign by those who align themselves with the Assad regime. Therefore, the U.S. will display full transparency regarding details of the strike in Syria. Full transparency. We can't even get full transparency of what they're doing up there in that, that, that White House in the government here in the United States. So why should we expect them to give us full transparency on uh, bombing over there or way overseas? <laughs> it sounds good. It looks good on paper. But we all know that's like walking behind a horse in a parade. <laughs> and y'all know what happens when you walk behind a horse and a horse in a parade, don't you? Yeah. You step in a lot of bull crap, horse crap. That's what they, that's what they, they feed us big. That's what I mean. It's there. It's for us to see. But they put all this other stuff on for us to hear, and we buy. We oh, we buy. We buy. You know, they have one one so-called Syrian survivor that's so happy he's going to buy the president a beer. Really? He will buy forty five a beer. He wants to buy forty five a beer. It's real. You should be over there trying to find your family members if if this gas stuff happens. Trying to make sure you're not contaminated. But you want to buy this man a beer because he done bombs and some more of your country. Yeah, this is just stupid. And to add to all of that, the three stooges, Great Britain, the United States, and France, it's amazing they get together to bomb somebody else, talking about humanitarian, when these three countries have the most racial discourse in their own countries there is in the world. But they want to go over there and help somebody else. But in each of these countries, people of color, are getting just rimmed left and right. But you over there helping somebody else. Yeah. Y'all see how bull crap this is? So the next time, you know, you see somebody on there raw rawing about, yeah, we did this, just look at them and say, really? Really? What do you really know about that? Then what you're telling me is, go show me that oil line that runs from Russia through Syria, from Iraq through Syria and Turkey. 
Show me, show me that. And t- what can you tell me about that? And I guarantee they give you this, 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 this lost in the in, in the midnight hour look, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so that's the illusion they living under. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's the truth. It's the truth. And then they start up and give these great speeches. We fired so many missiles, and all of them made it through with no problem. With no problem. 13 missiles. With no and problem, all yeah. Not, yeah. not one was, was shot down. You know, yeah, it's funny. But if you watch the, look, look, but if you watch some of the videos, you see some of them getting shot down. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not supposed to believe my lying eyes again, right? Just what you're telling me. Right. You know your eyeballs lie. Just, just because you call them smart rockets. They they supposed to yeah they yeah right whatever that like that line of bull crap they gave you during golf store the scud busters yeah they miss more than they hit y'all trust me they just happen to be landing in the desert in the ocean that's why you hear about more damage <laughs> now I'm not telling you what I heard I'm telling you what I know okay all right I'm just saying. Keep it leaving the bully if you want to. Somebody gonna pop him in the mouth again. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. We we gonna move on from that because that's bad. <laughs> all right, y'all. situation. Zuckerberg appeared before the U.S. Congress, the committee in Congress. Now, <laughs> that was that was funny. You know, that was really, really, really truly funny. It, it really was because you had a bunch of old folk asking this young man that, that started his country these crazy questions. Not to mention that everyone that has a Facebook account has 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 settings that says private, everybody, friends, nobody, whatever, that they can choose on their own. Everybody, if you've got Facebook, you've seen these little apps on there that says, what do you look like, what would you look like if you was a star? What, you know, what would your name be if you was this or that? But before it goes ahead and, and takes you through that, what it says, we would like permission to grant to your friends list, uh, your location, so forth and so on. Right. right. What most people, right. what does most people do? Most people do click yes. Okay, click yes. Click yes. Not read it, just yes. Now, so you have basically granted them permission to go and use your data as they feel. Data mining companies are nothing new. They've been around forever. Forever. That company is not the only one. Hey, President Obama used it during his his um campaign. Election campaign. He did. He did. Yes, he did. He bragged about it. So now all of a sudden 
with it. And this is just how how out of date some of these folks are. Yes or no? Does Facebook now this this is oh my yes or no? Does Facebook use audio obtained from your mobile devices to enrich personal information about users? Now that's what this man was asked by a senator. And the look on Zuckerberg's face just was was it, it, it told it all. Like, how dumb can you really be? No. No. Let's see. Um, let's see what else. Lizzie Graham asked Zuckerberg to name his biggest competitor. He asked whether Facebook was too powerful. You know, Zuckerberg um, said it couldn't, it could it certainly doesn't feel like like it that to me. Really? Is it too powerful? Huh. Well, wait a minute. Facebook started because there was another site called MySpace that was kicking, and all the young people were on it, then the older people started getting on it. And so they said, well, let's create another social media site, Facebook. Bam. That was Facebook came on it, came in at. Is Facebook too powerful? I don't know. Do, do you really care? No, we don't. We still use exactly. it. Thank you. Still gonna use it because that's the main way most people keep up with family members and old friends now. It's through Facebook. Yeah, you have those out there that, that keep the drama, they drama out on it, but that's their business. If you're like me, you're like whatever. They keep moving on. You know, but for them to sit there and actually grill this 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 man about this nonsense is just stupid. Um. What else? Of course, they had to bring in the two, the two, um, two black women, Diamond and Silk, because somebody at Facebook um, took their their page down, <laughs> and you know, of course, who other? What's his name? Uh, 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 uh what's that boy? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. Two pro-Trump blogs who tried to Google about Diamond and Silk. Legend have asked. Um, about uh, who complained that Facebook was limiting their reach of their videos and were told their videos were unsafe to the community. Facebook later told reporters that the email was inaccurate and not reflective of the way we communicate with our community. But of course, that didn't make them happy, you know, because now they can make it partisan. Then, you know, they can say, "Well, you know, that since they're going for 45, that's why you took it down." Most people, when they see that on their page, they delete it anyway. Nobody wants them two clowns on your page. True. Twilly D and Twilly Dumb. <laughs> one talking, the other one going, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Really? Oh, Lord. Really? <laughs> and why they sitting there with everybody else stuff on their face and in their head? Mm. You know, yeah, they became a... Uh, a social media sensation when he was running because, you know, they were there in the back. They got that 15 minutes of fame. But who really cares? Nobody. Who really remembers? Exactly. Exactly. You know, um, yeah. And the basic sinners sought to understand how Facebook had inadvertently allowed the profiles of up to 87 million people to be collected by the political data mining firm Cambridge Analytica. 
<laughs> you know, that's uh, how do, does Facebook acquire data? How long does it keep the data? How can users control what data they share? Really? And they probably Googled those questions. Because they, they are uh-huh. so out of touch. They have no idea. No idea. Just dumb. Just dumb. Wasting our tax dollars on that bull crap right there. Now, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. You wanna you wanna protect your data? You wanna uh protect who gets to see the stuff you do? I'm gonna tell you how you do it. Go and live out in the woods somewhere and take it off all the electronics that you will ever have. True that. Oh yeah, they making this seem like it's a big thing. But let's be honest. There's not a piece of electronic that you have going on that does not collect data on what you do. From the grocery store to mm-hmm. your smart toilet. And what kind of feces you dump it down in the drain. <laughs> so if you want to sit there and think you you know you're protected, get real. Oh gosh. And when you go on these social media sites, yeah, you giving them permission. Every time you click log in, you have given them permission. Even these so called weather sites or, or, or these these things, you ever read it where it says we would like permission to, to get your location? Mm-hmm. You ever, yep. you ever see that? Yep, all the time. Wherever you whatever you log yeah. into, whatever you search. You search on Google, you're giving them your location. Right. It doesn't matter what kind of Google search you do, you're giving them your location. That's how they can tell you. Yeah, they can tell you the the nearest shopping mall near you, locations near you. It automatically pops up. So what's that telling you? Yep, how many miles away you are from it. Really? Exactly. Exactly. But you want to jump on their their, their, their their Facebook ride now because Facebook is not keeping my information safe. No, you giving them the information, Dodo Bird. Yeah, I said it. You give them the information. Once again, you fell for the okie doke hook, line, and sinker. Yes. This, this Cambridge Analytical Place. They're not the only data mining country companies out there. It's a it's a whole bunch of them, a whole bunch of them, and that's what they get paid to do: collect your information that you voluntarily give. How many How many of you have actually read the the terms and and what the terms and 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 the terms of any of these sites you go on? Even when they say we have updated our terms to our website, and you have to click yeah, on it, how many of you actually you read it? You just click OK and keep going. That's right. What do you think you've just done then? So y'all stop stop biting into the to the poison apple, okay? Because the only thing you do is putting you deeper deeper into a slip. That's all you're doing. All right. All right. 
Pete, go ahead. I know you got something on that, but I, ain't, I don't think I asked you about this. Look at the other one. But go ahead. I know you got something to add to this. Go for it. <laughs> well, you pretty much covered everything, but it's okay. I understand. You was on the road. I understand. You was on the road. <laughs> but the one thing about it, and, and we and we actually talked about this, um, was the fact that they called this man in, spent a week talking to him, and nothing was accomplished. There was no purpose. They couldn't. They didn't have a definitive a definitive answer why, you know, they actually called him in because Google does the same thing. If you do a Google search. They got your information. They got your location. You can go on Google, put in somebody's address, and see a picture of their home. You know, they yes, you can. Everything. You know? The car sitting to the car sitting in your garage. Exactly. You can see everything. So why are they bothering this man? With Facebook, we put that information out there. Everybody with a Facebook account actually puts that information out there voluntarily. Some people put their whole life out there, you know, So, and they already know whether they read it or not, they agreed to it, and it's voluntarily put out there. They already know that. They don't care. It's not a concern. They figure, oh, well, who cares? Ain't nobody going to know anyway. You have the ability to click on the ad, to hide the ad, to delete the ad if you don't want to see the ad. It even asks you a question. Uh, why do you not want to see this ad anymore? Hey, it it's does, not something does. I want to do. It asks you that, yeah. don't it? Yes, it, it does. You it asks you that. Yep. It asks you that. So what's the real motive behind harassing this young man? What mm-hmm. is it that y'all want from him that he is refusing to give to you? Or is he refusing to play the game that y'all want to play? And he's independently wealthy and not inclusive in your little society. You know the ones you are. We don't have to name them. See? And it got down. Is that the real problem? You know, because every time they make a big thing about something, they're either really hiding something and trying to focus your something on something that is just so minor and minute that it really doesn't matter and nobody really cares about. But we hoping that you'll tune into this and get so focused on this and get your panties all up in a bunch that you'll start commenting and, and, and lose focus on which what's really going on on Capitol Hill behind the scenes. The real, the real point of why we're trying to distract you from what's really going on. Again, wow. you know, it's, 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 mm-hmm. again, it's, it's, it's a slide of hand, see? Mm-hmm. See, it, 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 it's to throw the rock and hide your hand. See, we gonna get you looking over here in this direction while I, I, you know, over here on our right on our right side, while our left side, you know, is doing all kinds of dirt all over the world. But we don't want y'all to know mm-hmm. about that yet. We don't want mm-hmm. y'all to know about that until it's all well and done, and whatever calamity it causes can't be reversed. Hmm. Thing. It was funny wow. that you made the comment, you know, you called them the Council of Doom. You know, because the Council of Doom is, is actually 
you know, what they are. A group of people who all agree on the same thing. And it's a it's a it's a think it's a think tank that was brought together, mm-hmm. you know, to, to bring down the other council. You know, to bring down every other council distrust. You know, they had one guy that was called a mad thinker and then they had another guy that was the watcher. You know, then they had another guy called Diablo, which means demon, and then they had the high evolutionary. <laughs> mm. Well, mm. and let's not, not forget about the wizards, please. Why, why, why 
were you not Johnny on the spot for them? Was it because they were a little darker than the rest of the Syrians that y'all want to, you know, rescue now? And if you're really against all of those, you say no more refugees and, 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 and all of this stuff, but you yet allowed them to come into the country? Mm. Well, and then, and then, still and, then and, and then on top of that, you, you gave them an 18-month extension. But mm. your policy is put up a wall for the Mexicans and no more immigrants. So what is it? What is it? What is the real motive about being in Syria? What is that you really mm. want from Syria? That now they are the exception to your so-called immigration plan that you mm. laid out so eloquently. Mm. We well, say the actions and the words don't go together. They, 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 they don't. They, nobody thinks to ask these questions. See mm-hmm. what is. And you know, there has to be a motive because the U.S. ain't going to do nothing for no humanitarian effort. That's a lie. Heck no. I know, missionaries, right? Missionaries, nonprofit organizations, folks like those, maybe, yeah, you can believe most of those people when they go over and say we're doing it for a humanitarian effort. But for Mr. Mm-hmm. Smith and his organization, no, it's something Somebody's slapping or cleaning somebody's palm. Somebody's greasing somebody's palm for something. Believe me, they're getting their uh, return on whatever investment they're putting in there. And mm-hmm. all of this, we brought these many bombs, we did this, and no civilians were got hurt, and all of this stuff. Yeah, okay, right. That's a smoke screen. Because what's really happening behind the scenes is something great, and it'll come out later. And then everybody, like, wow, I never, yes, you did, no. All you had to do was use common sense. Look yeah, at the history. You know, I, I, you know I, I'm just replaying that video in my head. I'm looking like, okay, they dropped the bomb, they destroyed, they left craters. But you got whole sheets of paper just flying around in the air. Huh? Right. How is that? How the paper didn't burn? You know, I'm just mm. saying. It's paper. paper don't blow up. Paper don't blow up. It's indest- it's indestructible tree limb paper. It was okay, fertilized right. by the dung beetle. Yeah, it was fertilized by the dung beetle. And the African uh, African wasp um, put some special honey on it. So mm-hmm. and it was coated. So when when the bomb when the, when the bomb hit the building, it blew up. It kept the paper from burning. And, and yeah, so that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Keep living the illusion. <laughs> maybe, it'll be maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, that, maybe, maybe, maybe that cow hockey do smell like potpourri. I don't know, but not to me. <laughs> mm, well, you think about it all the time. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's like going in the bar seeing state coach Mary and Beyonce on the other end, on each end of the bar, and you trying to decide okay. who you gonna buy a drink for. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, anyway. That's speaking cool. of illusions, y'all. Yeah. The state of Michigan has declared the water crisis is split over. They okay, are now saying. They're lying. 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 They're lying.
They lied they to y'all. They are saying that Flint, that Flint, Michigan water has tested below federal action levels for lead for nearly two years and for four consecutive six-month monitoring periods. Preliminary data for the latest testing period shows that 90% of the high-risk site sample are at or below four parts per billion, well, well below the federal action level of 15 parts per billion. Yeah. Uh, the announcement was made two days after the state announced it was releasing Flint from state oversight and four days after the DEQ announced it would allow Nestle Waters North America to increase the amount of water it withdraws from the state's groundwater table from 250 gallons a minute to 400 gallons a minute. Y'all hear that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I, I think they just told you the whole thing right there. Yeah, right there. that's what it is. The bottled water company's increased access to water for the nominal fee has been pointed to as representing a sharp contrast to what Flint residents have experienced since 2014. Um, here's my question. If you lived in Flint, Michigan, and they told you some crap, and basically what's happening is, you know, for, since 2014, they've been giving the residents free bottles of water, however much the water they needed. Well, they're going to stop doing it now. They're no longer going to be able to give out, to get free bottles of water, except for, from some charities and churches that may still do it. But as far as the state program, that is ceased. Once this supply run out, that's it. No more. That is over with. Now, if I was living in Flint, Michigan, and you told me I had to drink that water out of that dang old faucet, you think I would even consider that? Yeah, no, that you still haven't replaced all the lead pipe in Flint, Michigan, or anywhere else the water got to flow through, right? Now you're going to let this water company take more water out. That, 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 does that sound crooked to anybody besides me? It sounds crooked to me. And uh, Flint, if I was y'all, you know what I would do? I would now see. I don't say this much, but I'm gonna say it. I we would gather up and we would go down to the state capitol with all the water from our taps and have the, the and ask the the um the governor to drink it. You see how would he drink it? Since he says it's safe according to the EPA, well, you go ahead and drink some. Show us how safe it is. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a perfect idea. And, see, yeah. and let's see, look at look on his face and see if he really drinks it. And actually, this thing said Nestle Water. So if you buy bottled water from you Flint, think you buy Nestle Water. I'm not Do buying. Do you think Nestle. you would buy Nestle Water anymore? No. Nope. Hit, nope. hit, hit, hit. Don't buy the Nestle Water, y'all. You see where they're getting it from. See, and you wonder why some of y'all drink that water and have to stay in the bathroom for three, two or three weeks at a time. It's telling you right here. Because contrary to popular belief, they don't do that much to the water as they want you to believe once they pull it out them things. Now right. they reach that certain safe, quote-unquote safe level, it's going in the bottle. Straight. It's going in the bottle. All right. 
I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So y'all, y'all may want to check that out. Flint keep fighting, because there are some some people that say they're gonna keep fighting. Now, here's another interesting part. The city council, you know, they took a vote to whether they were going to continue the the bottled water issue. You know, however, couldn't vote on it. Well, they really voted it down because they didn't want to foot the bill for the bottled water. To keep the right. um, free water going for the yeah, which I can understand because they probably don't have the money. Number one. Right. You know, yeah. But besides that, you know, it's just some other craziness that's going on. And you just shake your head. And you're like, ah, really, y'all? Flint, don't fall for the okie doke. Take your water up to the governor's mansion or Capitol building and let them drink it. If, if all them jokers, no, better yet, take it to the um, the legislature, state house. Yeah, and make sure they have enough. You have enough for each member of Congress while they're in session, and say, "Here, drink this. If you're thirsty, drink this, and stay there until they drink it, and watch the watch the 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 the, 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 the expressions on their face." <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, y'all. We got eight minutes left in live airtime, and we are going over a little bit because I, I do have want to finish up my uh, child support thing. Uh, so we will be going overtime a little bit. So by chance you can't continue with us overtime. Uh, show you know as you know it will be archived, so you can catch the rest of the show on the archive. I will be updating the uh, show's website tomorrow morning. Catch it there as well. Uh, but those that stand with us, three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You need to get on the switchboard, you know, so you won't get cut off. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, is that guest on the on the on the on the one thing piece on Flint, Michigan? Yeah, yeah, they just better not believe the okie doke. They better not fall for the okie doke, I'm telling you. That's that's the illusion. It ain't safe, y'all. It ain't safe. Mm. I yep. wouldn't do it. Yeah, me either. You know, and I, I was watching a, 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 a video, and they were showing them giving out these little water filters, you know, that you could put on your, your faucet and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Those, those, those faucets, yeah. those faucets, that like the bread of filters. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't tell you the replacement filter is almost $15, $16. Who going to pay for that? <laughs> uh, it, oh yeah, here you can have the you can use this, and they may give you one replacement filter. But when those two get out, hey, that's you it. Pay for the next one? Of course not. Not like they really do that much. Yeah, not like they really do that much, but they want you to believe it does. But yeah, you don't pay nothing. Man, I said they just treat 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 us bad. They really do. They treat us really really bad. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about child support here real quick. Um, there's some things we go, just going to go over again real fast that we, we talked about before, and I'm sure Pete got a couple of new things she want to add. There's a few new things, a couple of new things I want to add. But, you know, basically, when you talk about child support, man, there's a lot to it. And I I, I – I, I'm going to say I feel, but no, I'm going to change the wording. I know 
in a, many in in ninety nine percent of the cases, when a young man goes into a child support hearing, he's already at the mercy of uh, 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 of the hearing officer and that young lady sitting next to him because he has no idea what what he's getting himself into. He don't know the laws of the state regarding child support. He don't know what type of um what type of uh, methods are being used. And he's sitting there by himself. She's sitting there with a couple of attorneys at her side, but he's sitting there by himself. He already at the mercy. He's already at the mercy. So we're going to give you all a couple of little tips so you understand. Now, now, ladies, don't get upset because we know some of y'all, you know, y'all get child support too. Now, whether some of you deserve it or not is questionable, but we know that. But the majority of the time, it's the man that's being forced to pay child support. That's why I say he, okay? All right. Because I know some of y'all out there, Mr. Talking, you just, you're just being a racist, a, a chauvinist. No, I'm being truthful. That's what I'm being, okay? That's what I'm being. And we get to you ladies in a minute anyway, all right? So stop popping your neck and snapping your fingers. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, like they're only living color or something. Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So basically, dudes, look. When in doubt, you'll think the child is yours even if from birth. Do not sign any document that admits you are the parent. Okay. I'm gonna say it again. Do not sign any document that includes the birth certificate. Uh, some letter she didn't have, she wrote up saying, oh, well, it's just going to be between me and you, but it's just, just, no, don't do it. Because once you put your signature on a piece of paper stating that you are the father of that child, that makes you liable for child support. Okay? And trust me, it's hard as heck to get that reversed once you decide something saying you are. In a lot of instances, the court won't even recognize a DNA test saying that you are not the father. Why? Because you signed that document saying you are. That's right. That's right. That's a legal document. It's like a contract. It's for life. If you signed it, she told you later, that's not your child. I'm sorry. It's your child. If you're married, she cheats on you outside the marriage, but you're still together. You're married. When you have that child, it's your child. Yeah, that's the law. That's right. That's right. Y'all got that? Y'all got that, gentlemen? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say something really, really, really crazy, but I ain't going to do that. <laughs> oh. I'm going to say it anyway. So, now, for those that want to get even, what you do, you find out who she's cheating with, and if he's married, you go and impregnate his wife. That way he got to pay child support, too. <laughs> All right, don't do that, y'all. <laughs> okay, don't do that, y'all. Don't do that, okay? Yeah, I got kind of carried away there, but don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that that's that foolishness. That's that foolishness. Yes, it, it may make you feel better, but, you know, it's not the right yeah, thing to do. Um, that's that straight out of Hollywood anyway. drama foolishness. <laughs> anyway, um... You know, if you're not sure, like I said, don't sign a document. Go on and get the DNA test done. Hey, you can get the DNA test done yourself. 
you know, you can order a pack. What going? I'm sure they. I think they sell some of them in CVS and all them stores like that now. But they just get a Q-tip, swab it, put it in thing, and send it off. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That is it. You know. But now, what, you do that, now the only, now the only sure. other thing huh? is is whether the only other thing with that you know do it yourself, swab it yourself stuff is whether that is acceptable and admissible in court. You see. That's the other part. Yeah, uh, well, I, yeah, I was about, I was about to say that. So make sure you understand your state laws regarding DNA before you do that. Now, okay, because uh, it, may, it may not help you then either. It must, it may be one of those states where it has to be court ordered, and you know they send you to a, a, a specific place to, you know, get your DNA done. You know, and don't be go, and don't be going in there talking about. I give you a sample right now. No, don't go in there and do that, okay? Don't do that. Um, gentlemen, when you go into a child support hearing, if at all possible, at all possible, do not go there by yourself. Yeah, we know you the man and, and you you can talk, you know, talk to the sweetest thing out of her panties, but they ain't going to work with that judge or that hearing officer, all right? Especially if you have no idea what you're talking about. You better know it. Because, as I said, before, nine times out of ten, she's going to have representation. Heck, the state is representing her anyway. So she's going to have somebody sitting next to her. So you come up there in a uniform, you go up there in a three-piece, double-breasted, eight, you know, uh, Stacey Adams, all you want to. It ain't going to change it. You need to go in with somebody that's going to represent you. All right, that's going to represent you. Lawyer up. Yeah, because honestly, the state, the system is not set up for you. Now, they will tell you it's not set up for the woman. It's set up for the child. But trust me, it's set up for the woman and that child. Okay? That's what it's set up for. Not you. Not you. Um... And also, this this goes to understanding the state that you're in. What, which child support model they utilize when determining how much child support you're going to pay. All right? Right. Now, because each state uses different, uh, two, what, one of the three models or a combination of the three, depending right. on what state you're in. There's a percentage of income model. I hope y'all writing some of this down. Um, the income shares model and the Melson model, M-E-L-S-O-N model. Okay, those are three models that's used here in the United States when determining child support. How much you gonna pay child support? Now, as some states, they use a hybrid of all those, so it's imperative. I learned that word from my co-host. It's imperative that you understand what model is being used so you you know what you're dealing with when you walk in that courtroom. Mm-hmm. Now, for a lot of us, us older dudes, we had no idea about this right here. We didn't even know there was a certain model or, or formula, as they like we used to call it, until after they hit us in the head with it. And we still didn't understand it. So now... Hey, if you know anybody in this position, you need to pass this on to them. Um, 
If you have a child and providing support without a court order, make sure you are recording dates, times, and amounts to include any visitation and outings you have with that child. Okay? I, 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 look, I'm just telling you. I'm telling you. Now, some of you, you know, you're big and bad. I don't need to do that. My, I, I spend time with my child. I don't need to record it. Okay. When she gets pissed at you and say, you know what? We're going to bring the white people in on this. I'm tired of you doing me this way. Don't think she won't get up in front of them people and tell them you don't do nothing for that child. You never take that child anywhere. You never see that child. You never give, that, give her any money for that child or buy that child anything. Don't think that won't come out of her mouth. Y'all better listen to that old saying, a woman scorned. Especially if you got a new wife. <laughs> See? You got See? A new and that's boo. a woman right there. That's, that's a woman a new, telling you that. If you got a new boo, I'm telling you, you finna pay, bruh. See? <laughs> you are about to pay. <laughs> All right? So, to keep you keep from having yourself put in that bind, you have your record already done. So when you when you stand up and she starts clacking like a little chicken, clucking like a little hen, you pull it out and say, Judge, this is what I have to show that I have been doing what I say I've been doing. Mm-hmm. See? Now what does that do? That equals to that 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 pushes in your favor then. Because that that they said, okay, what she said isn't really trustworthy anymore because you have documents, numbers, dates, and everything. One thing she got is what she talked about, and she said, you ain't paying that. You got all this right in front of them. Her word is no good any longer. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Once again, I'm not telling y'all something I've I, I, just been reading now. Y'all better, y'all better hear me. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah, fellas, here's another thing. Whether you go in there by yourself or you go in there with an attorney, don't go in there being combative with these people, all right? Just because you Joe Thug out there on the street, don't go in there thinking you're going to be talking smack to them people up in there when they're about to take your money from you. Y'all better listen. You better listen. Because you may be Joe Thug, badass out there on the street, but in that courtroom, you're just another another uh, 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 black individual, white individual that ain't paid no money for their child, and the state needs some money. So guess what? you about to pay. And the more you run your mouth, the more they're going to hit you for. I'm just telling you the way it is, baby boy. Okay? Believe that. And ladies, you too, you too, because, you know, some of y'all, y'all just can't keep your mouth shut when you think you can hang something on the on, on, on the guy. You just go in there with your head swirling, uh-huh, and he got a new wife and a new truck, and he take care of that other girl, the child, better than he take care of his own. Until that boy pull that book out with all them dates and times and cash figures in it. Hmm. Then what you going to say? Hmm. And you sitting up there with with ten inch nails, false nails on your fingers, you know, them 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 Batman eyelashes, and all that other horse and, and cow hair you got on your head hanging down with all them different colors in. Really? Hmm. Yeah. 
they look at that kind of stuff. I'm just saying. I know somebody got mad at me for saying that, but you, you'll be okay. You'll be all right because you know you do it. You wouldn't be mad if you weren't guilty. <laughs> Guys, if any time your financial status change, you have the right to request a review of the child support order payments, okay? Now, depending on what state you live in, they should do it every two or three years automatically. But if you like this state here I live in, no, you're going to have to do it yourself, all right? You'll have to do it yourself. So at least every, say, at the most three years, you should be going in and having your child support order uh, reviewed as far as your payment. And especially if you are in the arrears, as they call it. If you owe back child support, yeah, you really need to be doing that. You really need to be doing that. So some of these states, the way they figure out that your back child support, and for those that don't know, they do add interest to back child support. So, yeah, you need to be on top of that. You need to be on top of that. If you think you paying down here until you get there, they tell you still owe $15,000. You're like, how is that? I've been paying for the last 12 years. Well, sir, you know we add interest. Mm. You're going to be sitting there with your mouth wide open. So I'm telling you, make sure you get that review in. Uh, past child support payments do not go away. So don't think just because you start paying and after so many years, it's like a credit, you know, bad credit on your your re- report after seven years it goes away. Oh, no. No. It stays with you. And believe you me, anytime that Social Security number pop up and they got you in the system, it's going to pop up. And you can't go to jail because of it. I'm just saying. And spend yes, some time. I don't think you're going to spend just three or four months, too. Some folks have spent years up in there for back child support. You know, it's bad to be laying up in the bunk and your, your bunkie asks you, you know, why you in for back child support. Hey. You may be looking at the booty a little differently then. I'm just saying. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. But I'm just telling you the truth. All right. If your child comes to live with you fellas, notify your child support office and request a change of status. Okay? Let them know that the child is now living with you and not the mother, the, the dad, or whoever, you know. Yeah. He's living with you. However, however, keep making your child support payments until the child support order has been changed or dropped. All right? Right. Right. Keep making them payments because if you stop making them payments, they're gonna, that's going to be held against you. It is. And, and sometimes it don't take forever either. I'm just saying. Sometimes it takes forever for them to stop that order. It does. So you keep making them payments. If you got to start keeping records yourself, make sure you do that. Um, and it's always good to check, to call and check and see what your balance is anyway. You know, mm-hmm. you know it's coming in your check or you know you're sending in um, um, extra payments or whatever or doing extra stuff and you want credit for that. It's always good to be abreast of what your balance is. Especially if you got an offset, which is when they take your income tax at the beginning of the year, or what have you, you always want to calculate that in. Because if you got a uh, six thousand uh, dollars offset and they took it, you know that's six thousand dollars off your arrears. If you you know 
And if you didn't owe that much, then they owe you some ba- some money back. See, so you have to make sure that hey, I only owe three thousand. So where my other three thousand dollars went to? Can I get that back? Now, if they inadvertently yep. send it all to to the other parent, then the state has to stop that payment of child support until it is caught up. So, hey, if you're paying $300 a month, that's 10 months that you wouldn't have to pay child support or they would notify that, that, that custodial parent that they need to send the balance of that money back to them. But most times we know, hey, mistakes like that, that money's spent. And not on yeah, the child. Say, but, yeah. yeah, and not on the child. I was about to say, you have to prove that's where it went. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, the so state she, will know that that's where it went because the state is the one that took it and gave it to us. From yeah. Your refund goes directly to that child support agency. You know, that's why yeah, I well, one state, I know in the state of Florida, I don't know, I don't know about other states, but in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. now they, they hold the, the offset for six months. So things like that okay, don't I'll, happen. I, 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 yeah, I was about to say, gentlemen, I would check, make sure you check the laws in your state about that, because in the state yeah. of Texas, what they go take is you got to get the money from the the, the 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 child support person, and you know how that is. Like 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 Pete Ross just said, they didn't spend that money, so you just count that gone. Okay? Exactly. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thing. Another thing I want to bring to light is, is, is an article. It's pretty informative, especially in, in, in family law cases, about your Facebook, Twitter, and other social media websites, even though, you know, they're marketed through the public as a, as a way. This is what the article said, as a way to maintain a personal connection um, and as a source of entertainment. However, the value of social media as a data mining tool is increasingly coming to the forefront in a context that can have important real-world consequences. One of those contexts is the courtroom. Of course, everyone has heard the news stories about hapless criminals who post evidence of their malfeasance online. They go rob a bank, then show all the money. Yet the power of social media in the courtroom often operates on a much more subtle level. More and more, Facebook and and similar sites are being utilized in family law cases, in addition to criminal prosecution. So, in a recent high-profile case, authorities used Facebook to track down one person, Raul Cardona Jr., who was an operator of a Hollywood personal training business. Cardona was running a successful business in California. It turned out that he neglected to pay more than $100,000 in child support back in his hometown of Milwaukee. Investigators filed a search warrant with Facebook and used information from his own posting to track his location and his fixing and fix his income. And it's not always so bombastic when social media plays into child support cases. However, it is relatively common. Social media evidence is a key part of hundreds of family law cases every year. So on Facebook or Twitter, what has it to do with family law cases? Social media sites can provide evidence of an individual's communication, their location at a given time, their specific actions, and even their state of mind. The information is not only useful in setting the amount of child support to be paid, it can filter into other areas of divorce or any family law proceeding, like child custody schedules, property division, and spousal maintenance. For example, in a recent case study, a father was awarded custody in part due to evidence supporting his claim 
that the mother did not properly care for her children. Facebook evidence showed that she spent much of her day playing Farmville and other games, even at times when her children were tardy for school. Imagine that one spouse is claiming indigence or an inability to pay higher alimony or child support amounts. A series of Facebook pictures that show lavish nights out would tend to counter that argument. Conversely, in a real-life case, a woman claimed that she needed lifetime child support and alimony because she had become disabled during the marriage. Yet, evidence gathered from her Facebook and MySpace accounts showed that despite her claim of disability, the woman was an avid and active belly dancer. Based on this evidence, the judge <laughs> denied the lifetime claim. <laughs> so be careful what you're putting on the Facebook page. You know, because now fathers are saying, hey, she's saying I'm going to spend time with my child. Look at my Facebook account. Look at all these dates out. I'm at his baseball game. I'm at all his game. I'm taking him out. We at the, you know, we at the park. Most people, when they're out with their kids, what do they post it? They post it on Facebook. See? So that 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 that's an also that's also a tool that that you can be aware of for when I mean fathers or mothers whoever the non custodial parent if you want to show evidence that this is indeed what you are doing with your children while the other party is saying okay he or she never spend time with the kids they never come and get the kids they have play dates or they have dates that he's supposed to come and get them or she's supposed to get them and they never showed up put it on Facebook you put everything else on there. And it can play in your favor. So you got to use what you know. You got to use what what at your advantage, especially when when you're in a situation where you have the disadvantage. Do some research. Look at other child support cases that may pertain to your situation. It's it's loads of information on the internet. All you got to do is put in a Google search. They will give you examples. They will give you history. You know, they will give you actual cases. And some of them may pertain to your own situation. They may be relevant. It will give you the information that you can use so that you don't go in there butt naked and ignorant to the system. It's best not to go in there by yourself. It's best to have a lawyer. But if you can't, educate yourself. Have the knowledge, especially when we're talking about child support and modification. And like Mr. Talk said, how it's calculated, where it's the income shares model or the percentage of income model or the Milton formula. Even with any one of those, at the end of the day, the court can overrule any one of those models, you know, because the court has the power to deviate from the state standard model and base child support payments on other flat on other factors, including the needs of the child, the child's standard of living before the parent's separation or divorce. Okay. So if you when 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 we say the court has the discretion to deviate if the child was going to a private school before you separated or divorced and the mother's not able to pay that on her own now, the judge can say, Okay, the formula that we use says you gotta pay, you know, twenty five percent has twenty five percent of, of your income has to go to child support. But because this child is in a private school, we're going to raise that for half the cost of that, so we're going to include an additional amount to cover the school, to cover the tuition for the child. Because 
This is the child's standard of living before the separation, before the divorce, or before the child support case was entered into court. So you have to understand that. On the other hand, you know, you have to understand that if your income increases or decreases, you can apply for a modification. If that other parent, you know, has has increased, get married or whatever, if she got married, she has the custody of the child, they're going to look at her husband's income as a means to support the household. And the child support can be or very well may be decreased. On the other hand, if you're the one paying the child support and you get married, it has no bearing on that because your spouse is not responsible for your child support. So it doesn't factor in. See? But when a custodial parent gets married, that's more money coming into the household. So now the rent was 500 They give you up the rent is 250 each, you know. So the child is more money that they can spend or that she can spend on the child. So... Your child support very male may be able to be decreased, but you got to know that. And then you got to go and look and get the modification paper, put that as a reason if that is indeed applicable in your state. Because that's not applicable in all states. So you have to understand. Do, do the research. Do the research, you know. Understand what a modification of child support is before you go in there and say, oh, I need to pay less child support. Well, why? Just because you, you know, you got a lower-paying job now doesn't necessarily mean that it's lower-paying enough that the decrease was enough for it to warrant a modification. See, if it's not 15 to 25% less than what you were making, then, no, if you only got a 10% decrease, no, I'm sorry, you hey doesn't qualify in some states. So you have to understand if you get a decrease in your income. See, and I figured out a way to get around that private school thing. Mm -hmm. Don't you do? You homeschool your child. True. Yeah, that's just your homeschool. Hey, that's a way. I'm just saying. (laughs) But dang. Well, thank you for basically recapping everything I done said already. You know, I done lost yeah, track that. No, yeah. Um, if you should happen to receive a summons to appear in court, appear in court, people. Go to court, okay? Do that. Because regardless whether you show up, she show up, don't show up, it doesn't matter. They still going to go forth with it. It doesn't matter. So it's, it's it's in your best interest to make an appearance during that when you're supposed to. I'm just saying. Uh, make sure you read and fully understand your child support order. I mean, make sure you read it, especially when it starts and stops. All right, that especially when it stops, because men, most of them would say 18 or until they graduate out of high school, graduate high school. However, there are those, depending on who she had representing them and who you had representing you, that some said college, some says uh, 2021 if you got a disability or whatever, just depending. So you need to be aware of what that actual um, child support statement says. Now, if you owe any arrears, 
if it says 18, it's not going to stop at 18 until those arrears are paid in full. It's just, just going to tell you the truth about it. Okay? You're going to continue to pay. You be ready for that. Now, if you have multiple children that you're paying child support for, I would say get you a good fireproof lock box and you keep those child support orders in that box. So whenever you need to reference any of them, you know where they are. I mean, come on, let's be honest, because some of us, you know, we'll take them and put them anywhere, and then when we need them, we have to spend half the night and half the day trying to find them, because we don't remember where we put them at. So just get them all together in, in a box and put them there, so when you, you, you need them, you know where they are. That's the best thing I can tell you. Um, and here's one that they usually gets the child support started. If at any time a custodial parent goes and requests any type of assistance from the state, they are going to require you to give a name for who the father is slash mother. I'm going to say who the father is because usually that's how it happens. All right? Now, you may not even remember the, the, when you had sex with this woman, and I'm just going to leave it right there. But. Your name is the first one she can remember when she needs to fill out that form, and that's what she put on that piece of paper. Gentlemen, 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 that's where it comes in and knowing what you're doing, all right? Because what's going to happen is you are now on the clock, as they say in the NFL draft. You are now on the clock. And the reason I say that, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to prove you're not the father. You're going to say, yes, I am the father. You're going to have a DNA test done. The three things. Before you get to that courtroom. You know? I mean, it's just simple. So for all you 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 you, you super dudes out there that like going in raw, you better think about it. And, this, and, and the craziest and the interesting thing about this is it, it may be four or five years down the road somewhere. You know, they didn't hit a rough past or lost a job, economy didn't turn bad, and they need some food for the kids, and they go to get some help. Whoever they come up with, that's who they coming after. That's who they are coming after. Now, with that being said, let me tell you that the classifications of fathers. There's the presumed father, okay, the presumed father. You know, and basically if she put your name on that, 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 that state assistance record, as the father, you are the presumed father to prove it otherwise. You have the alleged father, same thing. You know, she alleged, she really don't know at this point, but she just, you know, she she doing one of those, um, what that show used to come on? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Mark Yeah, you know, you are not the father. You are the father. Yeah. You know, then she got eight more dudes standing in line waiting to be tested. You know, it's just a crapshoot right now. Okay. <laughs> then you have, as they classify, the biological father. You, I'll tell you what that you are the father. Then you have the legal father, and the legal father is the one whose name is on that piece of paper. That's basically who's gonna be considered the legal father. Now, at any time, you cannot prove any of these things. Hey, you are in trouble. You are in trouble. But let me go back here. I want to find so I can clear, clarify real quick for you um, these different types of fathers here because 
you, that's something that we do. We as men need to understand. You know, we need to understand. And maybe some of you women out there need to understand it too. So you quit taking a lot of these these individuals, these guys through all that hell and our water by not knowing who you who you done gave your cootie to. Yeah. And don't be talking about it was a, it's the henny and it's the gin and it's the, the the what was the other one back in the day? Not the mad dog. What was the other drink everybody used to drink back in the day? Alize. And the Alize. We were drinking some Alize, you know, one thing led to another. Girl, and I, I just had to give it to him because it just looked good to me. <laughs> and so, you know, I just had to go on and give some. Yeah. The poor guy not realizing what he's doing. He's just going to go go with the flow because, you know, we dumb like that. We looking at it, free coochie is free coochie. Yeah. So you get hit with that 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 child support order, and it ain't free no more. Hey, we all grown. I can talk like this to y'all, right? Yeah, I hope y'all ain't getting offended. Uh, <laughs> I hope you're not getting offended, huh? Only the guilty, only the guilty parties. Oh, only the guilty parties. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Only the guilty parties. Okay. Now, I have, uh, see, I know I had it here. It's, it's in my notes. but Because it breaks it down as far as the alleged father, the, the Zoom father, and all that good stuff. And I want you all to be understanding. I know some of the guys who listen to the show, and they like, you know what? She got me. God dang it, she got me. That's right. I should have did this, and I should have did that. Yeah? So now you can tell your sons and, you know, hey, pass it on to your partners, too. You know, y'all be out there partying, you know, and they, they see that girl up there with the big booty and that beautiful smile, the pearly white. Mm-hmm. Tell them you better start playing Bell Bib DeVoe for them. <laughs> they don't, y'all know what that song I'm talking about. Don't touch big butter and smile. Yeah, buddy. And smiling now. It'd be good then to start hitting that pocket. And they say that pocket be hurt. I cannot find it. It's amazing how when you be looking for something, you can't find it. But other than other time, you be right there in your face. Mm. Ah, somebody done been in my notes. Anyway, well, those are the four classifications. You go look them up for yourself because I can't find my notes all of a sudden. It just seems to have disappeared. Um, yeah, the presumed father, alleged father, biological father, and legal father. Those are the four classifications as far as fathers when it comes to child support. Right there, right, oh, okay. right there. And, uh, yeah, you know what I found them. I knew I had them somewhere. All right. And those, these are the ones that, that get you hooked up, caught up all the time. All the time. Um,
was married to another mother during the 300 days before the child's birth, or continuously lived with the child and represented the child as his own for the first two years of the child's life. Y'all got that, right? That That's mm-hmm. important stuff right there. That, okay? Alleged father, a man who someone claims is the father of a child, paternity must be established for an alleged father to have legal parental rights. Now, it didn't say, it didn't say, okay, paternity test must be established for you to pay child support. It says to have legal parental rights. Yeah, I got to pay attention to the words. Biological father, a man who is related by blood to his child, paternity must be established for a biological father to have legal parental rights. Of course, if you're biological, you can sign the birth certificate or what have you. So you probably, yeah. Legal father, a man who has legal parental rights and who established paternity voluntarily, acknowledgement of paternity, through a court order or by never denying presumed fatherhood. In other words, young men and older wannabe players, you move in with this chick and she got a, 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 a young son, you you know y'all stay y'all live together for two three years. You go around telling telling people that's your son or what have you. That come back bite you in the butt. Because if you leave, you know what I mean. And it comes up that you've been saying that uh yeah that's my son right there. And they catch up to people who you told that to, and you be forced to pay some child support. Because then you are presumed to be the legal father. All right? Like I said, it's out there, man. You can find it. Um, a parent, parent, uh, paternity, child support, and you. Okay? That's that's a pamphlet you can find out there on um, the Internet. Depends on what state you is. I'm sure they have a little different here. It be, may be a little different here and there, but basically, you know, they're all about the same. Yeah, I don't see any websites. So you probably can go to your um, state's. Whatever state um, you're in, they're a child support website, and they have all these great handbooks, like a handbook for non-custodial parents, paternity, child supporting you. Uh, yeah, so go and check it out. But the bottom line, fellas, look, and I'm, I'm just going to put this as plain as I can. Whenever in doubt, CYA, use two, three rubbers, Okay. Or just don't do it. Now, for those who don't know what CYA is, cover your ass. All right? Cover your butt. Use two to three condoms. All right? Ladies, that goes for you, too. Just because you got an IED and you take that little shot that's supposed to protect you for up to, what, three to five years or whatever? Hey, you have your condoms with you, too. So, you know, just in case, hey, hey, dude. No, no, we won't be no raw dogging up in here. Go on and put, throw him on for him. If he don't know how to do it, teach him right then. It's okay. It's okay if you teach him right then. Because some of them going to claim, I ain't never put on no condom. I don't like the way they feel. Say, well, honey, you about to put on one now. Let me show you how it works. Hey, he don't want to do it. That's all right. Let him walk. You can get another piece of meat somewhere. I'm sure you can. You got that one, didn't you? Uh. 
That's why I said, mm. well, you say you got that with okay. you. Common sense. Common sense. That ain't the yeah. only one in the world. Hey, that's what you want. Hey. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Hey, and look, let's be honest. We all adults on this show. Look, we know there are times when some folk go out, they don't want no relationship. They just want a piece of meat or a, a, a nice, moist entry to, to take care of some business with. And that's all they want. So, you know, they're going to do, you know, going to find somebody they think would do them right for that evening or that afternoon or morning, whichever one they prefer. And, you know, they're on going about their business. Yeah. I'm just you know, saying, make sure you're, you're, you're protecting yourself and, you know, you're doing the right exactly. thing. So you won't find yourself in a child support office or you won't contribute to the many um, single family homes that we have um, in the black community. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. See? And I'm done. I'm done. Da, 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 da. But I got one thing that we didn't that um that we didn't bring up. You know, because sometimes Go people ahead. have kids. Uh sometimes people uh-huh. have kids, you know, and they separate or get divorced and then they reunite. But uh-huh. in the period of that separation, breakup or whatever, they got a child support order. Now, don't mm-hmm. assume that just because you're back together under the same household that that child support order is going to disappear. It is not. What you have to do is go to court, file a motion to vacate the child support order. What that means, it um, it acknowledges that you get rid of, you overturn the judgment, for the child support is done away with. It closes it out. You don't owe any more money, and if you don't owe any money to the state, then all the arrears, everything disappear because there has to be a judgment for that because child support is a legal order, and only a judge can overturn it. So if you get remarried or if you get back together or you decide that, okay, I don't want child support anymore from you, you're really taking care of your kid or, you know, so we don't need to have a child support order, you need to go file a motion to vacate the order. Other than that, the Child Support Enforcement Agency is still going to enforce that order because it's still a legal order, a legal and active okay. order. All right. So y'all hear Y'all heard what she said, and she told you, you know, what most people would think. Yeah, I want to. Now, I'm going to tell you from the logical point of view. Y'all broke up. Uh, separated. You had a child support order was filed. Bam. Now y'all got back together. Now, I'm going to tell you the easiest and the logical way to deal with this whole situation. Don't stop that child support order. Now, I'm going to tell you, don't stop it. And here's why I'm going to say don't stop it. You already have one in effect, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So y'all back together, and now that I tell you, y'all move back into the same house, so the money is still coming to the house, back in the household, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you broke up one time. What's to say you're not gonna have to? You're not gonna do it again, and then you got to go through the same rigmarole all over again. However, if that should happen and the child support order is still in effect and you're still getting paid and coming out, you can't say you haven't been paying your child support. Mm-hmm. See, that way you covered on both in both both sides of the house. I'm just telling you from my, my man's point of view there. 
<laughs> That's all I'm telling you. All right. Okay. Anyway, that's all I got. You got anything else, um, T? No, I ain't got nothing else. That's it. That's no. that's we. I think we covered all the areas we could we could cover, but you know. Mhm. All right. Well, that's a good thing. All right, y'all. I see. If anybody else want to throw anything in, you got five minutes to do it right now. All right, after five minutes, we could go getting out of here, and we rocking and rolling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate that. You know what I'm saying? But I just said it. But anyway, um, yeah, so hopefully, 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 you know, we help somebody with this information. I know some some individuals, you know, probably have been through it, you know, and, they, and they've got their only remedies, and they're dealing with it however they're dealing with But. So it's just a little basics for you to understand, and hopefully if you don't have to go through this situation, but if you do, you have a better understanding as to what to expect and how to actually deal with it, you know. And the other part is you heard from a male point of view and a female point of view, which always makes it great. I know a lot. I said a lot, you know, the man, the man, the man, but let's be honest, as I said before, 95% 95% of the cases is a man, a woman claiming a man is not taking care of his child, and he's being forced to pay child support. That's simple. Just like that. You know, the, 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 you know, one part of it we didn't cover was the same sex thing because that, that's a whole other horse of a different color, and I, ain't, I, I, don't, I don't condone that kind of stuff, so I'm not even going to talk about it. I'm just going to be straight up with you on that one. Okay, but I'm sure the, the 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 law and the rulings are similar, more than likely, more than likely. That's what I'm thinking, anyway. All right, peace. So, any last words before we get up out of here? Last words. Hey, don't be yeah. a fool by that. Yeah, don't be fooled by the illusion. Don't believe everything you see. Don't believe everything you hear. Just don't believe the hype. Investigate for yourself. You know. Read, comprehend some stuff. If you don't understand, ask questions, and then ask some more questions. And keep asking questions until you get the answer that is the correct answer, that is the verifiable truth, not something mm-hmm. that somebody just said or not something that somebody just heard, because it may mean your very life. Don't be afraid to push. Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions. See, because that way you protect your loved ones and yourself. And remember, live a live a learn to live above this one world system. Hmm. See. All right, that's it. That's it. And thank you, ma'am. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right. So my last words are simple, you know, and it goes back to basically, uh, basically the quote of the day. You know, which was very, very fun and informative. You know, um, you know, stop, stop living, living in the world of illusions. Okay. And now this could be either your own personal life, you know, your home, your your work, your work or whatever. Stop living in illusions, in the illusion world, because eventually. You're gonna to have to come out and see what's what's real for 
what the real deal is, as we like to say. So you might as well come out now and go on the face of what's real because you you can't run from it forever. Contrary to what you may believe, you can't run from it forever. All right? So give yourself a, a self-analysis and really take a look at what, 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 what you're really seeing compared to what you're telling yourself you're seeing because there's a difference. And what you're really seeing may actually surprise you and be the best, better for you than the illusion you've been living in all these years and days. All right? And that's going to be it for me. It's been fun, y'all. We'll be back Friday, hopefully, without any technical difficulties because, you know, these folk are crazy uh, when it comes to certain things. But I want to say thank you for everybody for listening. Don't forget the, um, the website is up and running. It will be updated tomorrow. Uh, com. If by chance you want to send an email to me or P. Ross, P. Ross' email is p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com. And mine is ericlesstalk at gmail.com. Okay? We'd be more than happy to answer any email, any question, or, or, you know, comment that you may have you want to send us. We have no problem answering that. If one of us don't know, we'll find out for you. You know, if it takes both of us, we'll do it. All right? With that being said, remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, give us an open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy, man. Um, we'll be back, Lord willing, Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio from... My co-host, P. Ross, and me, Mr. Thought, we say you have a great weekend and hope everyone makes it back here Friday for more of Let's Talk. We're going to take you out here with some more tears for fears with Shout, Shout, Let It All Out. These are the things I can do without. Come on. And for those that said not singing is something you can do without, forget you. All right? Talk to y'all Friday, man. Y'all have a good one. We out of here.